Hello, and welcome to Duke Bollocks, a podcast in which I, Simon or Katie Coxall, depending on how I feel, ask people who I know or don't know questions where the answer is a song. The questions are always different. The answers, of course, are always different because, hey, aren't people. So please enjoy Duke Bollocks, number one, with Mr. Benjamin Hull, the actor and Man I've known all of my life and very, very funny human. Should we do it? Yes. All right, then. Hello. 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 Um, uh, tentatively, this uh, podcast, hello, podcast called um, uh, Duke Bollocks, which may be changed. Yes. Because it's not a very good name. Well, I don't know. And um, I've not really had much out. I, I, I did ask people and uh, there were some terrible suggestions, which I'm not even going to mention. Um what 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 sort of direction did it, did it go? One of them involved quite a lot of jizz and jizz bollocks. A made up name. I can't even remember what. It, hang on, let me have a look. Uh, 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 hello, I am uh, Simon. Sometimes Katie, who can say? Um, to my left, my west is Mr. Benjamin Hull. Hello. Who uh, who you will know from things? <laughs> yeah. Uh, You've been on things. What I'm, what things have you been on while I while I look this up? Well, I've been on. Um, I was on uh, that Hollyoaks for a while. Hollyoaks. Hollyoaks. So I did that as a as a Lewis Richardson for a while, <laughs> and uh, that was a job I left. Oh, in two thousand and one. Uh, yeah, and uh, and to this day, people uh, remind me of it, and often ask me uh, why I don't go back, and the answer to that is because I died. What do you what do you die of? Uh, I died of uh, eating the pills. We've all done that. Oh yeah, but We've all done that. I ate the pills though. Oh, I ate the pills. I ate so many pills uh, that I died. Well, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but it was uh, so I've done that, and I've done um, all sorts of, sorts of things. Brookside, Holby. I was in Holby for a while. It's Mr. T, the other one. <laughs> I'm not getting on no plane, sucker. Ah. Mm. Um. Uh, also, uh, where you met your wife? Where I met my wife was on a show called Family Affairs. Yeah, don't forget that one. Hey, hey! <laughs> I, I, I quite literally took my work home with me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, one of the suggestions was um, <laughs> was uh, Spunky Keith's friend, Frenulum Holocaust Two: The Reckoning. Was that Spunky Keith's Frenulum Holocaust Two: The Reckoning? That's from Edward Carter Dotmund. So the idea of the podcast is that I earlier in the week, or yesterday in fact, sent Ben Hello. Uh, a a list of uh, three questions. Yes. Um, relating to <laughs> songs. So the answer to each question will be a song. Then we would talk about what those songs are. His first. Will you be question, hang on? What are you going to be playing the songs? I will play a little snippet, which I will. Editing later. Oh, oh, good. Yeah. Well, are we, copyright are we, or that. But are we going to pretend that we've heard the song? Yeah, yeah, of course. We are. All right, okay, we got cool. really. We got to, I, Well, I've got to really try to act. You're, you're good at that. Well, so, I'm, I'm just available for it. That's um, um, <laughs> <laughs> so your first question. Yes, go on. That I asked you. Yeah. Was a song. Yes. That you would play at the funeral of your nemesis. Yes. And what have you chosen? Well, have I chosen? Yeah, what have you chosen? What have I chosen? What have you chosen? You tell me. Got to make it look like I don't know these in advance. But I've already told you what they are. Say, say it with words. Ooh. 
Yeah, did what did I say? You said The Snake by Al Wilson. Fucking hell, I did say The Snake. But th- yeah, because there's, there's a reason for it. How much of the song are you going to play? Um, I'm going to play the beginning because I love the beginning because, do you want to know why? Oh, can I tell you why? It goes... Yeah, but it doesn't just do that. No. It goes from one speaker to the other. Does it? Yeah. Oh. Which also echoes another one of my favourite songs because weirdly you've chosen one of my favourite songs. Everything by the Beatles? You love the Beatles? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no Love Lost by Joy Division uh, which has a guitar thing that does exactly the same but goes from the left speaker to the right speaker but does it go <laughs> well it kind of goes but it doesn't go <laughs> so why why yeah. uh, because I think uh, for me Mm. Um, I've thought about this, and and when you when you ask the question about playing a song at, at the funeral of my nemesis, um, I thought about things, and there were lots of songs. I first of all I went down the um, the kind of the novelty record route, strong, and uh, initially it was going to be um, "Shut Up of Your Face." Oh, Joe Dolce. Yeah, yeah. And then I thought to myself, well, would that be genuinely be something that I'd like to play at the funeral? They're not there. Well, they are. So, yeah, but they're not going to. You're you're only torturing yourself with a novelty record. Well, the, well, quite, quite. And then I thought about putting something um, because it's because it's my nemesis. Um, I thought about sort of doing something a bit profound, you know, and sort of looking looking at sort of all sorts of uh, sorts of lyrics about sort of like you know what things that would really mean things or or, or vengeful lyrics oh, so yeah. like oh you you're a bastard I was better than you and ooh 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 all that sort Don't of stuff no but do you know what I mean like, <laughs> yeah. like sort of generally yeah. general kind of lyrics that sort of that um that, are, that are, you know those sorts of things yeah um and um and then I thought about sort of doing ones that were sort of like kind of like about looking for songs that like had sort of themes of forgiveness in. Do you know Ooh. what I mean? Like you were a bastard, but you must have been a bastard for a reason. So you were thinking of forgiving your nemesis. Well, I thought about all. Oh, basically, I overthought it, yeah. which is kind of like, uh, yeah, I do, I do do that a lot. I do overthink things generally quite a bit. But then I thought, um, it, you know, want to want to kick off the the uh, the podcast with a belter. But it and, is a belter. Oh, it is a fucking belter. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. Oh, oh good. Well, it is a fucking belter. It really is. Uh, and uh, I absolutely love the song. It is glorious. Um, particularly for... Um, which is good. Um, and the reason uh, that I wanted to have it there was um, that I thought to myself, it'd be really, really nice to be, let's say, at the funeral... You know, you're there. Because the yeah, it's your nemesis, so it's going to be nice to be. Well, anyway. you've been invited, so you, you're like, and they. Well, you have know, you? Well, no. This is the thing. So the, I, this is in my mind how I thought it went, yeah. would go. Would be like, oh, what's this? Oh, I've got, a, I've got. A, oh, the post has arrived. I've opened up the letter. Oh, I was excited. No, yeah. Open it up. 
What's this? Oh, it's... Oh, my God, my nemesis has died. I haven't thought about that bastard for ages. Right, good, okay. So you've got oh, a horn. So, oh, yeah, well, obviously, you know, go and have a think about that for a while. But then go, oh, do you know what? Oh, and think about this, this sort of ru running years and years and years of bitterness and rivalry and stuff. And then I'd, I'd get dressed up, I'd, you know, get, have a shave, make myself look presentable. Okay. Yeah, and I'd go along and, and they would say to me, God, oh, you know, you and this person, they, you had a... You've an interesting relationship. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I should say so, I'd say. And then I'd say, um, do you know what? Can you, uh, what, what, what do you, have you got your list of music you'd like to play in the, in the funeral? So yeah, yeah, we've got lots of stuff. Let's act it out. Yeah, and I, okay. oh, okay. <clears throat> so, um, oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. Oh, no, 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 I'm the one asking. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, yeah. Be, you'll be the family member. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm so sorry for your loss. Thank you. Yeah. It's terrible business oh it is oh it's lovely to see you here yeah thank you well thank you for thank you for inviting i was i was quite surprised when was, i got the invite he was very fond of you well did he speak about me a lot yes yeah yeah what did he say about me do you remember mostly he's a cunt well yeah because yeah. he was he was obviously in the, in the throes of his dementia at the time wasn't he well yeah he was a young man but yeah it hit him quite early well yeah but this it happens yeah it happens to evil um, people i tell you what though yeah yeah have you got your playlist with you? Do you know what? I'm glad you asked me that because I do. Oh, that's because good. I, what I thought we'd do would be: um, Have you got? Have you you've got all the songs sorted? Are you, are you a song short, perhaps? <laughs> do you know what? You didn't have any songs. Oh, but there's only room for one. Room for one. Mm. What can I suggest? What about the snake? Do you know the snake? I've, I've never heard. Well, of here the you snake. go. Look, I shall send it to you now on Bluetooth. I'm gonna. Have you got Bluetooth on your phone? I've got Bluetooth on my phone. There you go. Check that out. Oh. How, how does it? How, how does it start? What, the Bluetooth? I just no. pressed the button on the... <laughs> Terrible. <cut. laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> the song, it goes, yeah. starts off, it goes... <laughs> But, but, but listen, we shouldn't be we shouldn't be um, yeah, so so happy, you know. Especially this dead husband. Yeah. What your dead husband? Yeah, I, I mean, did. it's obviously a shock for you to realise that he married another man. Well, well, it, well. Do you know what? On this sad and sorry day, this is why I spoke of you quite a lot uh, because uh, his young homophobia, yeah, really was just he was just masking, right. I'll go too far into this. Now. <laughs> <You've>, yeah, <laughs> I tell you what, you've uh, you've gone, you've gone, uh, you've pursued uh, this down an alleyway. Yeah, it no, was, um, you know, out of it. no, no. But anyway, um, so so I tell you what, so, you, so I tell you what, uh, look, when I give you the nod, when I nod like that at yeah. the end of the service, mm -hmm. just put like on the bit, just just before what we do, you know that bit at the at the end, because I assume yeah. this is going to be, it's going to be there, just probably, just before we push the the Viking boat out. Oh, is it the Viking boat? Yeah, he loved, oh, he loved Vikings. Okay, okay, all right. Well, that's fine. So just before you do that, yeah. right? Um, give me the nod, okay? All right. So so we cut to the end of the service now. Okay. What, what a lovely service that was. Lovely. It was very good. And you spoke very well. I did, didn't I? Yeah. Are you going to um, push out the boat now? You're going to let me? Yeah. Hang on. Okay. I so um, we just press play. I'll just, ding, I'll just get ding, the can ding. of skull. Oh, got to smash on it. Good. I've got to christen it. Okay, so now we're going to press, gonna press, press, press play. And then, and then, and then, what I'll do at that point, and this is why I've chosen the song and this particular song, 
right, is what I do is I then walk up to the coffin, uh. I'd jump on top of top of the coffin, pull back just the lid so that his face is exposed and do a massive shit on his face. <laughs> Crikey. Yeah. And, it's do, a, and do you know why? It's a bold move. Yeah, and so you've got your team. I'm, 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 I'm appalled. You're appalled. I get down and you'll probably gob. ask me, you'll say to me, what, what are you doing? Well, I'd say listen to the fucking song. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's the snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got point. Yeah. Well, in the sense that well, the, shit. No, 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 no. It doesn't mention shit, but it mentions the the snake because the snake's the snake. Yeah, yeah. Of course, he can't change. He can't change his like like a leopard can't change his spots. The snake can't change his snake spots. And that's in the Bible. Snake can't change its snake. The snake can't change its snake. It's it's one of the wisest proverbs. <sighs> but that's why. I chose that song. Because yeah, lyrically, I mean, people who haven't heard the song, because mm. they'll only hear a little snippet, because that's all we're allowed to play. All right. Um, what, what's the basic gist? The basic gist is a, a, a lady finds a little snake. Oh, oh it looks tired. Mm. And, and she takes the snake in. She nurtures the snake. She b- brings it to a person and she warms the snake against the cold, feeds the snake, and goes, Oh, you're a beautiful snake. Look at you, lovely snake. Oh, you're so beautiful. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man, it's a yeah. great song. Um, and if you don't know the song, please go and find it. Let's mm, download please. it. It's Al awesome. Wilson, the snake. Oh, it's awesome. It. And, the, and then what the snake does, it bites her, and she's oh. dying, and she says, What'd you do that for? She says, just shut up, silly woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says in a slightly misogynistic way, but it says uh, shut up, and uh, it says uh, because you know I can't help it because I'm a snake. And basically, what I'm saying is that, like, yeah, if you invite me to your to your funeral and you are my nemesis, you can you can quite you'd be daft not to expect a massive shit on your head for being my nemesis Strive. for all those years. I've got a lot of bitterness, Simon. A yeah. lot. Well, well, uh, yes. But, uh, the, the, there's a look there. Um, I would take a photo, but frankly... Don't take the photo. No. Um, now, can we move on from the snake? Please Just do. Clearly, you've, you've... Please do. You've gone a bit weird. The second yeah. question I asked was a song that reminds you of school. Yeah. Do you remember which what your answer was? Yeah. No Sleep Till Brooklyn. No Sleep Till Brooklyn by the Beastie Boys, which sounds a little bit like this. No sleep till for song leave those words in don't edit it out no. right. now then why why that one well because it's your second quite misogynistic song well <laughs> yeah uh, no the reason for that uh. is that sort of yeah again thinking about the songs at school um, I went to school uh, in the mid 80s and um, so it was a time of terrible music in the in the charts mm. generally um, I went through a series of different phases. I know that you were always very alternative in your choice, going for the full, mostly for the full. Mostly and, the full. And uh, and also, but also, I also remember that time you were into kind of, um, was it Axel F? 
and yeah. and also no 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 nineteen. Paul yeah, Hardcastle. yeah, still gone. Yeah. Still got twelve right. inches. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I know. Steady. But I was into uh, Howard Jones and the irony. of So it was, was I. I was I was a massive Jones fan. I still oh, got all those as well. Humans Lib. Yeah, I've the got twelve inch album. Great albums. Ooh. Yeah, but what's funny is that people uh, often talk about the uh, in modern times. Well, fairly modern times. The uh, the Blur and um, Oasis rivalry. Mm. I mean, you know, people have probably long forgotten the Nick Kershaw Howard Jones rivalry. Big beef. Uh, yeah, well, it was basically mullet based. Huge beef, huge <laughs> mullet beef. Yeah. But of course, yeah. uh, Jones had Jed the dancer with his well, uh, throw off your mental chains. Well, he threw <laughs> off his mental <laughs> chains many times, and uh, but that's because he had mime skills. Yeah, but he actually had chains. Yeah, and. They were physical chains. <laughs> yeah. And on his Top of the Pops performance, he threw off some physical chains. Yeah. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> it's more of a kind of... Yeah. Because uh, they were all... They, he was uh, master of the electronic drum kits. Uh, yeah. The Jones. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, now we're going to play some Howard Jones. Yeah. Man, I, I loved Howard Jones. And I was listening to Howard Jones on the way over. It was on the radio. I was just like, this is amazing. No, what fucking radio were you listening to? I was just to absolute, absolute 80s. <laughs> absolute bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was there only Kershaw? Yeah. Was there any Kershaw on the way? No, was there was just no Jones? Kershaw. Kershaw would have been fucking... Fuming. I know, I know. Kershaw would be angry at that. Oh, I'd imagine he would near, probably get his, oh, his Moog sympathy. There he is. He sat there. He's alone yeah. near a tree oh, God. by a river. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hole in the ground. There's an old man of Aaron. <laughs> he's going around and around. His brow is a beaten. <laughs> he's what? His brow is a beaten. Oh, really? Oh, in, in the Vale of the Night. Oh, God. Do you for, know? A, for a strange kind of passion. Yeah. You know too it's much a wrong about and a right. Kershaw, man. And never ever find a <laughs> no. way. Um, so, um, anyway, the reason that I chose License to Will was that, like, of all the music I listened to during that time, mm. um, uh, I, I listened to a lot of kind of, like, hair metal, which is ironic Indeed. because I don't have much hair now. <laughs> but, um, but I listened to a lot of that. But the, uh, sort of about, when I was about 15 or 16, I went on a... Uh, it was when the whole License to Will album came out yeah. and the Beastie Boys were everywhere I mean it was like but they were also what was great about them was that they were so anarchic it was like the Sex Pistols for us for, for, for yeah. 15 year old kids who didn't we were too young when the when the Sex Pistols came out and too young for punk generally when punk exploded yeah. and um, and so the, the, first of all like first and foremost they were a band to be kind of People were frightened of them. People were frightened to listen to their lyrics. They were, on the, front of the, they were on the front of the sun, weren't they? Yeah, well, they were. Not, I mean, it was like the, the Daily Mail hated them. They were. It was, and, and it suddenly became something I wasn't really aware of rap music like, yeah. generally. And because um, that, that tour, they were supporting Public Enemy, weren't they? Were they? Yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't know that, but it's. Um, but what they did do, and I don't know whether you remember this, uh, they used to wear VW mm-hmm. front of VW uh, like emblems, like. That nicked off the cars. Oh yeah. On the on like run chains around the neck. Yeah. And it became a real thing of people stealing these VW signs, right? So um and it was uh, it was really exciting to sort of like I'm not saying obviously I never stole anything. I'm anyway, absolutely <coughs> clear. No, I never stole a single thing. But I've but the, known Ben since birth. <laughs> yeah. So um so but yeah but, but what what we what I did was was go on a school trip to um. Amsterdam, and uh, fucking hell, Hitchin Boy's got a bit progressive. When yeah, I wasn't there. well, it was a cycling trip. It was a cycling trip yeah. to Holland, 
Amsterdam. Yeah, I know, I know. But nothing like that really happened. Just yeah. Anyway, lots of cycling. But but my memory of it was that we spent most of the time trying to steal VW signs off cars, and, and then suddenly you see like a camper van. It'd be like ooh. Because oh. you'd see a van, yeah, and then you'd see a van over the other side of the road going, woo! <laughs> so yeah, so anyway, we were over there, and, and and my memory of that time was that the Beastie Boys were out there, and we were kind of there living the Beastie Boys life, stealing other people were stealing uh, the front of VW signs off a car, and VW got wise to this whole phenomenon. They were uh. like, oh, the Beastie Boys—they're a danger to us to our uh, way of life uh, so what we do we put um, a special cord thing attached to the front emblem really yeah well this is my memory I can, do you know what's brilliant about uh, about getting a little bit older is that I've implanted certain memories that, that aren't my memories at all They're often brilliant. people's stories that I've just kind of thought of mine they're not, they're not mine but anyway but my memory of it was that there was a, a cord attached this could be utter bullshit but there was a cord I'm attached I'm going with it <laughs> yeah um, it'd be worth a Google, wouldn't it? Fucking suck me in. Yeah, well, it's a cord attached. Where's yeah. the cord attached? So yeah. So my memory of it mechanics. was that there was like on the front, like you pull off the front of the, the other people pulled it off. I want to make it absolutely clear. Pulled off the yeah. emblem, um, and behind it was a cord, yeah. somehow glued uh, to the to the you know the the, the, the VW thing, yeah. and that set off a very loud alarm. But that's my memory of it. It could be utter. So, utter, did, so on this trip, did somebody pull it and the alarm was set off? My memory of it is this. I'll tell you what I, why I think this might be utter nonsense. Yeah. My memory of it was that I ran away in the shadow of a windmill. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. But that, but <laughs> Were you that, witnessed by a little mouse with clogs on? I was. <laughs> <laughs> Where? Yeah, under the stairs. Where right, on the stairs? Right, it was right there. <laughs> but this is the thing. So, like, and this is what makes me like. What's funny about this is when you ask the question about, like, you know, what's I came up with the Beast Boys, and I thought, and then went, oh yeah, when I pulled off that, uh, or no, other people pulled it off, on my absolutely pulled off the emblem on the, on the front of a car, and there was there was a cord attached to it, and then we all ran off because we couldn't get this thing off. The car was blaring in the shadow of a windmill. Can I can I take a guess at who pulled it off? I'll bleep their name out. Right. Yeah, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, not that. Not that. Uh, maybe. If I was to go, I'm <laughs> bitch, and then bleep out the name, then obviously it would be somebody called. <laughs> which is what I'm going to do. Good. And that means a lot of bleeping for Good. me to do. It's a, it's a bleep fest. <laughs> I don't know, man. Could, they could. There's, there's a, there's a cast of sort of yeah, other, sort of ten. Yeah, maybe. But anyway, but it's yeah. But that's my memory of it, and that is why I chose license to ill. Which again, I'm going to address it. Yeah, it's quite a misogynistic song in places. Well, There's is. a lot of mention of hoes. Yeah, yeah. And whores. Yeah, yeah. MCA's but, in the back. He's geezing with a hoe. Yeah, but what's funny though is if you listen to that song, is that like the, it was more? It, they say the, the the manager's crazy. I mean, he's yeah. actually, he's crazy. He's, he's got his own room at the back of the bus. Well, he always does dust. <laughs> he's dust. got his own room. That does, yeah. and doesn't really, but, but that's what I mean. It's, a, it's actually sort of saying that this misogynistic lifestyle, this sort of like lifestyle of excess and, yeah. and debauchery, it, like they see it going on, but they're just, they're, they're in, their intent is to go to Brooklyn, 
because they that's what that's all they're focused on and one can assume as I do and I'm sure anybody does that listens to the song the reason they want to go to Brooklyn is because they want to go there to see their mothers or fathers or elderly relatives because they would like to see them because they love them so you're saying so what you're saying is that the bad boy image they portrayed on tour hmm. Well, you spe- do you know what? Home. Almost, you said it right. They betrayed on tour Ooh. because they uh, they didn't live that life. I mean, uh, you know, I meant to say portrayed, but um, there has there has been a There's little a bit, bit of booze. But like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Exactly pills. that. So that basically, uh, you know, BC Boys, ironic. Well, they they turned it around later on, didn't they? They did. But this is what I'm saying. I think they were always like that. I think it was all it was almost like a parody. Because uh, uh, one of them, I can't remember, was it MCA? Mike D, Mike D, was it Mike D? One of them, one of MCA, Mike, no, it wasn't MCA. Ad Rock, Ad Rock, I think, married um, Kathleen Hanna from uh, Bikini Kill. There you go. Well, and and one of them. One of the riot girls. Yeah, I mean, you know, but but it's it's also that thing that that you suddenly realise that actually the Beast Boys, it started off like, certainly when when I was a kid and they sort of came out, you've got this band that sort of seemed to be exploding from the start, you know, mm. a bit like a, when Oasis arrived, they just seemed, you know, they, one of them was going to end up, you know, at some sort of overdose and it was all a p- bit punk rock again, wasn't it? Yeah. Sort of people are like, oh, this band is going to just absolutely implode. And, you know, there's, they're there 38 albums later and still churning out the same old song. But it's, but with Beastie Boys, they evolved. They learned to play their instruments. Well, they disappeared, didn't they? And they came back with Paul's Boutique, which was <gasps> massively... People went, oh, this is shit. But and then they came, check your head, and people went back and listened to Paul's Boutique and went, that's but good. There's, there's, do you know, there's another album as well that's worth uh, seeking out, if you do like the Beastie Boys, where it's just them playing... Uh, oh, like the In Sound from Way Out. Yeah, that's a great album. With the album. fluorescent or uh, yellow... CD case. Oh, I, I don't to remember. remember that, but I remember that uh. they would all play like double bass yeah. and and guitars and beautiful drums. Yeah. It was amazing, amazing album. Really talented bunch, and sort of, and they became almost like the elder statesmen mm. of, of kind of like you know rap and rock and you know everybody loves the Beastie mm. Boys. I, I I went. I was I had a ticket with with Uncle Gaz to see him in Manchester. Right. I live in Hertfordshire, and um, and uh, and Stu as well, and. Um, I didn't go in the end. Why? Oh, no. Um, I couldn't afford it. And, um, you had a ticket? Gaz bought a ticket. He sold the ticket. All right. Okay. I didn't pay for the ticket. Right, right. Um, But, yeah, oh, and uh, that was the only chance I really had to see him. Huh? Gutted. Although, I know it's Beck. That's the thing. Almost, I, thought, I was about to say we almost supported him once. Huh. We didn't. It was Beck. Huh. And, they, and then uh, Beck's management said, no, nah, no, nah, they're a bit too odd. Get skinned teen in. That was a that was like the G Max or something. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Good. So we move on. Yes. From that one to the final question, yes. which I have got so many fucking questions <laughs> about. Because the final question was a song you wish you'd written, but but if you did, you'd have to be the person who wrote it. Yeah. And there's a caveat to that which I have not mentioned. Um, and you chose What Difference Does It Make by The Smiths? You're the drummer. Yeah. What am I fucking doing yeah. this? Um, yeah. 
Yeah. So the thing is, you would have to be Morrissey. No, but this is the thing. So I so I thought about this. Yeah. No, because if you look, who wrote the song? Morrissey and Mar. So you yeah. became Mar. In your face. Massive cunt. I'm flicking the rods. All of my <laughs> two seconds of research. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I listened to the Adam Buxton uh, podcast with Johnny Marr the other day. Ah. Uh, yesterday, in fact. Very, oh, it's very... If you haven't listened to it, yeah. very good. Yeah, the thing is about Johnny Marr is that it's like that he is evolving and growing as, as a... Which is the same thing. As a person, like, in... The, in because he was always the guitarist. He was the silent guitarist. He was the guy who was just looking cool. And a manager. Smith's. Yeah, well, and one, yeah, and manager as well. And um, and the, as he's kind of grown, he's become this sort of. Uh, he, he, you see him interviewed more and more and more. He's like the go-to guy yeah. for someone that's level-headed and it's been there, and that and that it's, it's got a really great opinion on things. And that I think modern bands are a massive debt. And that he's, um, and you can hear his influence in like in so many songs, and and he's got a unique guitar style. But that that actually, when he talks about it, you realise that he took from sort of loads of different influences, and that he was blamed for the demise of the Smiths. But then you realise that actually, um, that it was Morrissey's fault, and that it was Morrissey being a truculent bellend, and that um, and that. Like I love Mor- Morrissey, loved Morrissey, and listened to his music like most days for years and years and years yep. and years and years. And then, and then recently, and um, we're now in um, October 2017. He recently did a gig for uh, Radio Six Music, which you and I tried mm. to get tickets for. Which yep. And then you realise glad that, we didn't. No, there might have been some fucking well, punching. This is it, because you on. just realise that you just think it's so sad what he's become mm. and he's become he used to speak for so many people mm. and um, and he used to speak for the sort of like the silent few the people that were like at that time the mid 80s when the Smiths came out it was all about kind of like like Spandau Ballet lots of sort of Bon Jovi people kind of like yeah we can't look at us with all our girls and doing all this stuff whereas if you were actually sort of someone who was sensitive or or thoughtful or like you weren't the most confident person in the world you suddenly had this this voice was saying it's alright to be like that and you listen to and, and to it's alright to be thoughtful and considerate and yeah. and it's all and you know Morrissey I think was, was singularly responsible for engaging most of most people into discovering about Oscar Wilde and poetry and learning about and, yeah. and it's alright to talk about how you feel rather than just sort of like sweep it under the carpet and just go out and be a big shagger you know and it was alright to be like that and then like, the Smith split up and he did sort of one or two kind of like brilliant albums and one or two sort of dodgy ones and then disappeared to America like and surrounded by I don't know like not not the the things that fueled who he was and, no. and what what his well, technically he was surrounded by sparks on one side and Nancy Sinatra <laughs> on the other side. Very true, <laughs> very very true. But but he, but he kind of because he left the, because he uh, for, I don't know whether it's because he left or the or, or what made him who he was behind you know his roots behind, hmm. but that um that he became this absolute monster and like somehow somehow he's become the very antithesis of what he sort of started off as yeah. and and a massive I mean I don't 
part of me still wanting to think that if at some point he's going to turn around and go, <laughs> and I was being ironic, you fools. Mm. But when he sits there just like talking about UKIP and talking about kind of Farage and all these things, you're just like, Morrissey, you're a total bell. I remember it. When we, do you remember when we went to see Madness at Finsbury Park oh, when they reformed? Yeah. We went on the second day, didn't we? Yeah. And he was supposed to support. And on yeah. the on the day before, he wound up the NF who were, who were there. They were still yeah. there for when we were there. Yeah. And he and he and they said you can't come back on again. Yeah, he was bottled off. Yeah. It's, it's the strangest thing because for years I've kind of defended him. Oh, nice. I bet the microphone caught that off. <laughs> yeah. No, but for years, seriously, I've de- I defended like uh, defended his name, and um, I did. And and anybody that sort of said, "Well, oh, Morrissey, massive racist," um, like Corner Shop. I remember Corner Shop had a real mm. sort of problem with him. And and um, and I just remember thinking, do you know what? You don't, it's because you don't understand him, and you don't understand the way the way he kind of operates and what he does, which is sort of be as an outsider and and look at this world and try to immerse himself in, but be like an imposter in that situation. Yeah. Sort of like that's how I always saw it. So he wrote brilliant songs like juxtaposing different ideas, like the National Front, but the National Front disco. So people, got, but the but the whole sort of thing about going to the disco and being a bit nervous about going to the but disco. Then he also did Bengali and platforms. But then that song again. You see the problem. With the again that song was it all about sort of like somebody who's got their own identity, but then trying to assume another identity of the seventies and the platforms and doing that whole thing and and it, look, listen. I mean. At that it's clumsy it's clumsy and it's also deliberately antagonistic yeah. and I just wonder whether he is well, got, I well I wonder <laughs> that's my favourite Smith song by the way well I wonder um, but I just wonder whether he's actually he's he's gone so f- he's been in the States too long and he's lost that beautiful thing that made him him which is where he can say something antagonistic but still sit on, I was going to say the right side of the fence, but that would be that would be the far say. right side. Of yeah, the fence. exactly. But 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 sit in, in the sense that he can. I just think he was so way off, and and what illustrated to me how far off he was was that actually in that Radio Six thing, he said this deliberately contentious thing about about UKIP, and then yeah, they're not right wing enough. Yeah, but then had to, but then had to explain it. And then he said, "Do you not read the news?" Oh, all right then. But then you sort of. It's a strange thing as well, and and also with Morrissey as well. You realise that that whole the way he used to speak with this kind of like the way you know he'd go. I don't know why I do. You hear him yeah. talking now, and he goes, "I don't know why I spoke like that." So you're thinking, was it all just bullshit? Yeah. <clears throat> was the whole thing a facade? Was it, were you were you just pretending the whole way? And oh. and I don't know. So this is why I chose what difference does it make for a number of reasons? Because it's the most for me. It was the song that. I think you played to me that like that I listened to and I went my god these I, I think I remember the, the the first Smith song that you made a, a conscious decision to move away from metal yeah and and, and that was uh, William it was really, really nothing because yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody played that to you yeah but I think it was probably you and I remember your uh, well, it wasn't me I'm just not going to say her name well yes <laughs> but there was um <laughs> There was a, there was a, I mean, a t- there was a tape as well that you made. Yeah, yeah. There was a tape. There was a tape that <coughs> that I had of yours that that you made for mm. me. That there was like a best of the Smiths, and it was like a. <coughs> excuse me. It was, yeah, the strangest thing really, that th- that song. I remember hearing that song and just thinking, Jesus Christ, this is a, this is a band that have kind of, you know, is unlike anything I've ever heard. It's, yeah. it's powerful, powerful music. It and, is interesting that you've chosen sorry I cut you off there interesting that you've chosen 
a Smith song that isn't your favourite Smith song. Yeah. But you were about to get to that and I cut you off. No, no, no. I, I just think that the, the message in the song was what was important as well. Was that no. like, you know, it was, it was so unlike everything that, that was around at the time. Everything around at the time was all about like excess and mm. pigeonholing yourself and you've got to be this person, you've got to be this person and do this and live this kind of life and Duran Duran. I mean, like pe- what people don't realise is that is that if you've never, if you listen to this, <coughs> it was at a time when um, Duran Duran were out. So think about Duran Duran there, they're sort of hanging off in their suits and they're, and they're, they're on yachts and, and frolicking with, with like buxom ladies in the sea and it's all about kind of cocaine and excess and smashing out that way the Smiths were like the absolute opposite of that you know well, there was a weird th- I, I, I think it was um, <coughs> Rob Manuel who uh, pointed out to me the other day or, or just generally on Twitter not just to me <laughs> it was it was on Twitter um, uh, that not, they Duran Duran did a cover of 911 is a joke the public enemy song right. and that that, that that says to me that's a band who I mean no, it was way after they were they I don't I don't know what it was on, it was, I presume it was even post Arcadia, yeah, um, but just uh, if you look at the glasses, yes. uh, that cupboard over there, <coughs> on the right hand side, second shelf up, there you go, there's the taps, he's uh, made himself a glass of water, he's coming back to the microphone now. Sorry. Benjamin Howell. Nobody wants to listen to somebody coughing. Um, well, <laughs> very apt, considering the Tory party conference uh, that has just gone on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, an answer to, like, so when you, you said pick a song, yeah. and you've got to have written it, and I think I'd like to choose that song, What Difference Does It Make? Because I've heard Johnny Marr talk about writing the song and how he did it and how he went about it, and and all the influences that... that that took to get there and stuff like that yeah and then he's become he's become like I listened to I realised that that a long time after so I realised what was happening with Morrissey and the way he was going that actually it was it was Johnny Marr that was the brains behind it Johnny Marr was the talent really Johnny Marr was the guy who sat there he was the one who came up with the band wasn't he yeah and and and, and, and found Morrissey yep. and um, and created um, The Queen Is Dead you know totally produced that um and uh, and it which nearly killed him, you know, absolutely exhausted. And uh, also, if you got like, if you if you're stuck at, if you ever want to read a really good um, like uh, rock blog, or what was it, rock book? Yeah, um, rock book autobiography. Then Johnny Mars is brilliant. I'm gonna definitely reread it. It's yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a go at that after the podcast the other day because all I've read rock biography wise has been fall books. Well, <laughs> there are so many ex members of the fall. That you can pretty much just read books about the fall. Uh, well, you see, because I read Morrissey's. Morris, have you read Morrissey's one? I, got, I bought it. Honestly, and I ordered it, <coughs> pre-ordered it, and then I got about eight pages in, and it was just interminably. Oh, it's just awful. Yeah, that's the thing. It's it's the strangest thing. It's like like you know. Bear in mind that you know I I. I love Morrissey and I love he him. does and um, yeah it's um, it was the strangest thing because I thought it would be really great to sort of you, you finally get an insight into what this man was about and the way he thought and stuff like that 
but instead again it was just like a wall of wall of bitterness as well I mean there's a quarter of it you just don't need to read it's about the whole court case. Oh stuff. God, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Johnny Marr was saying about that, and and his version in the book is tiny. That's brilliant. He just comparison. turns around and goes, "Yeah," and um, uh, it, it was it was really rubbish because at one point, like you know, the band member turned around and said, "We'd like some more money, please." And it was just I wish to just come to me about it. And anyway, we sorted out in court, and that was that. But it was really sad, you know, to be sat there obviously, you know, in a legal thing. Yeah. Anyway, you know, dealt with about like twenty lines, and um, and also you sort of felt because you'd because you'd been with Johnny Marr as well from the point where he's sort of supporting Andy Rook through his uh, he he lived with Andy Rook for a bit, and Andy Rook sort of took him in, and and Andy Rook sort of lived this kind of feral life, the bass player, quite feral life with his brother and loads of sort of like <clears throat> older people who kind of got him into drugs and all sorts yeah. of stuff, and. Um, it's all in the book, but it's uh, it's amazing because you realise that Andy Rook sort of really saved Johnny Marr, and then Johnny Marr saved Andy Rook, you know. And it was it was re- it's really quite beautiful. And they, these were really close friends. And, mm. and the reason that Andy Rook was a bass player was because he was on the guitar. He played the guitar, and, and Johnny Marr said, "Why? Well, this is you're amazing on that. Like I'm playing the guitar, you play the bass, and you know just picked it up and sort of it it was off. And it's yeah. it's brilliant. It's a real sort of story of kind of friends friends together you know yeah. and so yeah I mean that whole court case thing is, is dealt with quickly but it's more about the sort of the sadness of has it really come to this that we can't talk to each other and yeah. now we're you know <clears throat> in a court case opposite each other yeah but with Johnny with um, Morrissey it's always like and the, you know and they said this and they said that and then they caught and they are oh, and, and, yeah. and the judge oh sitting there casting judgment I was like mate just Morrissey, mate, come here. Well, I just sort of thought, do you know what? So, if I was Morrissey, yeah, what would you, what would you say to me? Let me, let me interrupt me as soon as I get, get. So uh, the court, uh, (coughs) yeah, um, I was in the court and uh, the bastard Mike Joyce was there. Uh, Morrissey, I'm just going to stop you. Just going to stop you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Just because, um, obviously, your yours and Johnny Marr's name down as as being songwriters. Yes, very much. But yeah. Uh, but don't you think that the other two members of the band were were intrinsic to the band and contributed to the band's music and sound? There were only two members of the band, myself no, and, See, and Jonathan Marr. The and and the thing is, is that like, is it really, is that that like particularly Andy Rook actually, yeah. um, like his uh, mu- musically. Good bass lines. Oh man, the bass lines are, are fantastic. He's my bass hero. It's amazing. Bass hero. <laughs> Oh, no, he is. I mean, he, he is astonishing. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Because you, 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 you play bass, you I play, play bass, guitar, yeah. you play drums. Yeah, yeah. But like the reason I played the guitar was because of Johnny Marr, and the reason I play, play bass is because of Andy Rourke. And, and that, so I've learned his bass lines. And, yeah. and really difficult. Really, really. I mean, it's not like, you know, sitting there, dung, 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 dung. It's like that was the weirdest <laughs> mime I have ever seen for yeah. playing the guitar. But, I mean, <laughs> it, it, they're, they're intricate and difficult. And this is the thing. So... So you've got these people that absolutely, that if you understand music, you realise that they totally contributed to to the sound of the Smiths. Yeah. And without them, like yeah, just the beginning, the, the drumming at the beginning <coughs> of the Queen's the Dead, Dead, right? Oh. So, but but you realise that as Fringe. as Morrissey's gone on, and uh, and he's been, done all this stuff with Bosbora and stuff, Bosbora now create has created Morrissey's sound, and it's a sound. It's it's different, and it's this. You know it's a Morrissey song by this, hmm. uh, but it's just 
it's becoming so weak and diluted now from where it was. No. You realise that actually all the other people in the Smiths created the Smiths as much as Morrissey and Marr did. And so they're entitled to the music and to the money, in my opinion. Yeah. <coughs> God, I've got a proper Theresa May cough on. It's you fucking have. annoying. You've got a cough on. Mm. <laughs> 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 so, well, uh, I'm going to throw a curveball at you. Go on then. You can ask me any question and I have to come back at you with a song. And I haven't let you prepare. What, what do you mean? About any kind of question? Just any kind of question <laughs> where the answer is a song. What, you can only answer with the song? Can you put other words around? No, no, no. You ask me and I'll, I'll do the same for you. As I've asked you three, you ask me one. All right. Um, you are only allowed to uh, it, uh, to take one song with you. One song. Tell you what, you, you, you go off to... Uh, we invade. We, you go off to Mars. Yeah, <coughs> you're part of the space program. Simon, to Kate, it's going to happen. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very. Uh, <coughs> it's a matter of time. It's only yeah. a matter of time. A matter of time, right? Waiting for the call. No, yeah. well, it's going to happen. Uh, especially my house. <laughs> well, absolutely. Yeah, especially especially Uranus. Oh, it's a space. Jet. Yeah, okay, we're going off to it's Uranus. Yeah, let's keep it. Oh God, relevant. Okay, so we're going off to Uranus, um, and uh, you're all, you're on the way, and and you get there. And they go, oh, the the capsule opens, and like yeah. as you're reading, the looking, first time they open the capsule, everything went. Uh, kitchens of distinction. See, I was going to go with uh, David Bowie. Ah, uh, <coughs> see, oh, no, let's not go down that no. rabbit hole. Of okay. My so, so you look at one. you look at your wrist monitor. Look at your wrist yeah, monitor there. My have, a boy. have a look. Yeah. Have a look. Look, it's reading ninety eight percent oxygen. Oh. Beer, 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 green light, breathable. What'd you do? Need, needs more nitrogen. I'll keep my helmet on. No. No, be a bit be, be breathable. What'd you do? Breathe? Take my helmet off? Yes, it's what you do. That's okay, exactly I'll take my do. helmet off. 98% oxygen, I'm going to... You, you want a bit of nitrogen in there, son? Just look at your wrist monitor. Yeah. Beep, beep, beep. <coughs> oh, it, it's, it's the same atmosphere as Earth. Exactly that. So right. you, so you yeah. take your helmet off. I'm miming taking taking my helmet off, but the microphone's in the way. Here we go. Ooh, I'm breathing in that sweet Mars air. Well, there's a mistake. There's a mistake right there. Why is that? Why is that? Because it's not. You've got a faulty wristband, you fool. Oh, yeah. So now boy. you fall into your knees. You go, yeah. ah, ah, yeah. but you're trying to breathe. You can't breathe. I can't breathe. You can't breathe. So you, t- but but you just breathe enough air. You could just shallow breathing. Yeah. But not enough to speak. Uh. Not enough to speak. No, oh. can't speak. Oh, look who's coming around the corner. Um, Ian Dowie. No, alien. Ian Dowie. <laughs> well, he's well, close though, wasn't it? Well, probably. Hey, yeah. You guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he comes out. He, <laughs> he, he looks a lot like uh, the bloke from uh, the Goonies. <laughs> from the Goonies. Right. He's coming around the corner. Oh, it's an alien. Yeah. Oh, load of aliens. Alien Dowie. <laughs> right. Okay. But you're lucky because you've got that thing in your ear yeah that's the uh you, in case you can count an alien Bible fish yeah so you can understand what they're, they're saying they're real now I've seen them amazing yeah yeah so anyway so they go yeah. it goes it's a fucking long question <laughs> yeah it, well, it'd be worth it in the end yeah they go man of earth because they know these things uh, man of earth I've taken the Google Translator out because it, it's not needed well now I'm just speaking well do you understand me yeah Man of Earth, <laughs> what are you doing on our planet? Of, um, no, you can't speak. Oh, so we just point at you. What are you doing? Shit. You're pointing at your voice box, aren't you? Yeah. Right? Okay. Point at your voice box. Yeah. 
Can you not speak, man of earth? I'm, I'm pointing at my voice box. Here. You can't speak. You're just, head, speak. just nodding or shaking your head. Yeah, we understand I'm, I'm all the, of the signals of earth. Nod or shake your head. Oh, oh, oh. No, I'm going circular. I don't no. know what to do. Well, you don't because you're I can't shock. breathe. You're in shock. I'm in shock. I'm an alien. You're not enough nitrogen. No. So, there's a man of earth. Tell us about yourself. Oh. No, you can't speak. Point to your voice box again. I'm put, I'm put in, oh this is annoying Gosh. for us aliens, isn't it? Yes. And the other aliens. They're Welsh. Yeah. Isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, how will you tell us about who you are and how you live your life oh, on Earth? That was convoluted, but what, in a song? <laughs> Fuck yes. Oh. Struth. So, how would you tell an alien about who you were so they're not people that need to that need to know like maybe about your kind of political allegiances or like your your family life i don't know maybe they do want to know about your family life maybe they kind of is there some it's one song does it encapsulate kind of an element of who you are i've got a choice of two one's about three and a half minutes long right one is 58 seconds long but it has a version that's 50 seconds long. Is it Hang the Pope by, by Slayer? <laughs> that's no. 58 seconds long. The, the, fir- the first one <laughs> right. is um, Father Ubu Says, which is a very short one, by y- The Yummy Fur. a standard answer to this question with anyone waiting for the great leap forward by Billy Bragg I thought it was going to be a new song by Howard Jones <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for so long <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it it's just me isn't it is Jed there yeah, well yeah oh he's, if Jed's there <laughs> has he got his chains no, he's pulling off bits of the spaceship <laughs> Jed's stepping into it we need that again they're not they're, they're, they are neither mental nor physical chains oh, no you've he's got two you've no. got a metaphor that you've already fucked up yeah, don't start throwing Jed stop Jed hang on Jed stop <laughs> don't start throwing Jed engines yeah. oh Everyone. good yeah, Jed yeah, engines yeah, I like the Jed oh, engines it's very good myself yeah um, uh, no it wouldn't it wouldn't be a new song by Howard Jones <laughs> although oh no this you see also, one of your choices, might You know, what difference does it make? Is yeah. it is it is it good? Um, uh, for some reason, and I think it's just because of booze, and I love the baseline, <laughs> and it's got fuck all to do with me or anything that I stand for, apart from I, I want to riot. Is uh, tear this motherfucker up by uh, Ice Cube? But I can't justify that as a middle-aged white human um so i think it would probably be uh father ubu says by the yummy fur can we hear it swearing such a uh yes i I could probably play most of it um in in 15 seconds you could i'd I'd at least get to the uh fuck shit cunt bit Nice. Um, well, people will look forward to that, particularly if they're listening with their children in a car. So. You can get it on Bandcamp if you go through the Yummy Fur. It's not quite as good as the uh, version on the 7-inch 
on Slamped Records, uh, 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 which also features uh, Mousy Tongue's Meat Adventure. Well, that might be a Stretch Heads song. Might be Stretch Heads. Oh, oh you know no, I've confused myself now because it might be, you know. No, no, I'll, I'll I'll go with that. That's that's my one. I don't know where the song title started <laughs> and where you've just been talking about ended. I've just, just, been, just been making noise. I just was like words. It was words. <laughs> yeah, and no, and no, you know, Bonnie Prince. What's it? No, Bonnie Prince Billy. No, no. I see no, a dark, no. and I see a darkness. Uh, but the but the, the the original version. No, no, no. Oh, no but what's his name? The guy, the guy you love. Oh, guy. Billy Childish. Billy Childish. I thought there'd be a bit of Billy Childish. There could be a bit of Billy Childish, but again, it's what to choose. Um, but the and I've been listening to a lot of art because I moved I moved my record player in here. And we're doing this in my living room, and my records are now in the in the living room because the the kids are old enough to have one rule in here. And I say, what's the one wrong in here? And they go, don't touch the records. And the brilliant thing about that was then Johnny went, do you remember when we were watching that program? Went, what program's that? And he went, Dynamo, Magician Impossible. Yeah. I went, yeah. And he went, he touched the grooves on the records. What a bellend. He's <laughs> <laughs> a shit boy. Well, you know what? For a seven-year-old, <laughs> you've got the right attitude. Don't touch my fucking records. No. Or they will end up embedded in your skull. So, so the skull. answer to the a- the alien question is what, Father song? Ubu says by the Yummy Fur, the seven-inch version, oh, Slammed Records. There you go. Um, and and uh, well, thank you very much, Mr. Benjamin Hull. Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. I've very, I've very much enjoyed myself. Yeah, I've had fun. It's been nice. I like it. It's lovely. Should we have a shake? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, to play you out, uh, a song that uh, nobody will ever pick. Uh, My Sister by Tinder Sticks. (laughs) As you were.